And now, Wolf Bites open mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, open mic. All right, guys, it is DJ What The Heck coming at you for another edition of Open Mic. I am stoked for this one as I've got Andrew and Joe Loud Luxury. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. So where are you guys coming from right now? Are you guys in L.A.? We are in Beverly Hills, L.A., yep. Nice. And Yeah, Yeah. what's going on out there for you today? Uh, Honestly, same thing as every day, just working on music and uh, chilling at home. (laughs) How's uh, quarantine been going? It's been good. It's actually been a nice pause. Uh, Before this, we basically were touring all over the world, all over the U.S., nonstop last six months. So it's been a nice opportunity to just relax, take a step back, work on some music that we've wanted to finish. Uh, so, so far, so good. We'd love to get outside more. Oh yeah, most definitely. Do you guys, um, do you guys get out at all with the quarantine or just uh, go groceries I'm or anything? I'm going for a run after this uh, interview for sure. I'm definitely going to go for a run around the neighborhood. Yeah. That has been the biggest thing for me since this all started is exercise, exercise, exercise. And I have not gone on a run or anything once. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's reached an interesting point when um, the grocery shopping is the highlight of your day, of your week. <laughs> yeah. You know, getting to do that. You dress up for it. It's very extra. What's it been like going around when you guys have gone out? What's the, been the big change you've noticed in L.A.? I mean, just like the, the main thing here is that it's really quiet and there's no smog. Mm-hmm. That's like <laughs> the thing. It's really strange. But, I mean, going out, it's like obviously it's it's – probably the same as most places but uh yeah like we just we just go get groceries and then any essential stuff and then come back here yeah i think rally's a little bit cleaner but la is notoriously polluted so actually seeing everything become green and nice here the air is is like super crisp traffic die down at all oh yeah no traffic oh that is amazing i literally drive in the middle of the road when i go out for errands (laughs) yeah and now you can yeah i went to switch a rental car and I had to go to the airport to do it. And normally the airport would be an hour, and it was 20 minutes. Wow. I'm talking wow. during rush, too. Yeah, that's crazy. And now you can run in the middle of the road if you want to when you go out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do. <laughs> uh, let's shift to some other stuff now. I'm interested on all your travels and being in L.A. Do you guys have a favorite food? Uh, usually Mexican, like tacos or burritos. Nice. That's like... In LA, that's a staple, yeah, like 100%. That was the biggest treat coming here because we're from Canada originally. Right. And if Mexican restaurants, it's either like a Chipotle or something that's just very whitewashed. So getting real authentic stuff out here has been such a treat. Yeah. What about on all your travels to different countries? Has anything uh, stood out to you as just, my God, that was phenomenal food? Oh, yeah. Um, whereabouts? Argentina. Yeah, Argentina. That's incredible. Steak. Mexico is like hands down some of the best yeah. food that we've had. Um, I remember we had a restaurant in Cancun. We tried this one, and it was just like the craziest food. Um, I really like Japanese, like sushi. Um, oh, there you go. Spots in LA, like there's this one Japanese restaurant. Um, it's called Onodera, and it's like like maybe like a twenty course, but it's like all little little tastings. It's right. like so. Yeah, it's crazy. What, what's funny is a lot of highlights I'm thinking of, they're not necessarily like, oh, having amazing Japanese food in Japan. It's like, for example, we were in Brazil and we went to this Italian restaurant that was at the top of a skyscraper where you could see the whole city. Oh my. And that was 
best meals that we ever had. That was cool. That was Italian food, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Nice. It's unexpected. That's the best part. Gotcha. My goodness, that sounds amazing. Um, And then outside of, like, DJing lives, what would be something you guys would just do on a day-to-day basis outside of DJing? Um, well, I started painting. I took up oil painting. I actually oh. just finished. Nice. Yeah. So sitting right over there. Oh, you care to show? You can you can see the the setup. Oh, oh wow, that is nice. It's, it's gonna be too hard for me to flip it. I'll just grab it one sec. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in the meantime, uh, I've been catching up on a lot of TV shows that everyone's been talking about because we're always on the road. So people are always like, "Man, have you seen that show on Netflix?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't," because we're always on a plane or somewhere or playing a show. So it's been nice kind of catching up on all that and all the movies that yeah. you know. I've been nominated for Oscars. There's the painting. Oh, nice. Nice. So what you guys can't see over just the audio call right now is it looks like a skull, and it's a very colorful one. I love it. It's awesome. A lot, a lot of effort was put into that. So next album cover, maybe that's an idea. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we're also both really into fitness, so we kind of built an outdoor gym uh, right by our pool here, which is really fun to work out at. Uh, between that and running, you know, I feel like if you're just home all day doing nothing, it's really easy to just lose track of time and get caught in this vortex. Yeah. So fitness is like the one way to kind of stop that and just make sure that you're still moving, still active, still sharp. Yeah, right on. Um, all right, so moving into where you guys met, you, uh, Joe, you were president of a dj club at your university yeah. which is just shocking and i went through like i looked up here at nc state some 900 different clubs and organizations and i did not see a dj club i was i was kind of upset i thought that was kind of like a like a normal thing back then like this is when we were both in university too like so yeah what was cool about our school is that they had this policy where if you got 30 signatures you could create a club of any kind with school money So let's say you wanted to create a New Jersey Devils fan club based on the pennant that I'm seeing in the back of your room. Yes, go Devils. You could. That's awesome. I might might have to look into this more. Start a DJ club of my own here at State. So DJ club, you guys met, and then you formed Loud Luxury after a little while. The name came about how? Which one of you is loud and which one is luxury? (laughs) It's actually associated with neither of us. The name was kind of a bit of a swipe from back in high school. We were both doing music. Uh, we didn't know each other at the time, but I was making some hip hop beats back in a suburb of Toronto. And I worked with a group in high school and we made a few songs, one being called Loud Luxury, mm-hmm. which was about like cars that we couldn't afford and all <laughs> that. Uh, and it just stuck out to me as a really interesting name. And I wrote it down in my, I think I had a Blackberry at the time. Um, and we were just making a list of random names we liked. And that was kind of, I think, the one that ended up winning. It definitely went, and it really reflects in your tracks now, because when you first started out, everyone's like, Loud Luxury, well, who are they? And then, really, your track, Body, guys, absolutely explode. Body in my, losing all my innocence, yeah, body in my, riding on my innocence, yeah, body in my, losing all my innocence, yeah, body in my, riding on my innocence, yeah. So talk about Body just for a moment. How did that track come about? Uh, well, we went out one night uh, to go see another singer perform um, at like a local bar around here. And uh, this is kind of like shortly after we'd moved to L.A. 
and um, uh, Brando, he, he was one of the uh, first like opening acts for this artist. And uh, we, were, we were blown away by him. We were like, oh, this guy's really good. And then uh, started talking to him after and got in the studio with him uh, maybe like a week later or something like that. And he showed us his early version of Body, but it kind of sounded like Rack City. Like sounded like kind of like trappy, like that, that sort of style. And then, uh, and then we were like, yeah, this is really sick. We should, uh, we should work on it. And then it took like, I think maybe a year or something to really, um, to really work on it and, and make it what it was. Wow, a year. That's always interesting to see different artists' takes on different tracks coming together. Some say, oh, it's like one day session in the studio and done. And then you said body with a year. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just it just ended up taking a long time because like, we weren't even like, this is going to be the one. We were just like, oh, this is a cool track. Like, let's finish it. But like, we didn't really know where we wanted to go with it. And then like, we were just kind of confused on it. So, I mean, that one that one was really cool but sometimes it takes like a day or sometimes it takes a week like who knows you never know the initial idea like that spark always comes quick it's just i think we're both perfectionists and we'll just take forever just to like kick drum on a track you know right right so when you put body out um and you guys said you didn't expect it to be as big as it is no not at all like we were we were like unknown artists at the time so i mean we we didn't really have like high expectations. We weren't like, oh, this one's gonna be like massive. Like we we're just like, oh, cool. Like we hope it does well. Maybe gets like a few million streams or something like yeah. that. We we're like sick. Like that'd be awesome. And then it just took a life of its own. And since then, you know, it's really changed our lives. Everything's completely different in the best way. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's changed like. I want to say like the EDM music scene itself, the dance music scene, because you guys have that sound to that song and in, in your other tracks as well. And I hear it in other artists when they get to a drop in their song and I hear it and I'm like, oh my goodness, this sounds like Loud Luxury's like body or Loud Luxury in general. So it's definitely been huge and had an influence as well, I would say. Really Thank happy you. to hear that, man. Thanks, Thank man. you. It's great. And I mean, it finished in our top, uh, for our countdown for 2018, it finished number one on our charts as well. So yeah, we I love that one. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Nights Like This EP. Tell me about that one, how this one came together. Uh, well, we um, had a, a bunch of songs, like some songs that we were working on at the same time, Body, some, some uh, like After Body, and then uh, we went on tour and we did the bus tour. And uh, like Nights Like This, that the song, we actually worked on it on the bus. You should know that I live for nights like this. And I feel alive when I fur on your lip. Got me paralyzed with blurry lines. I live for nights like this You should know that I live for nights like this And I feel alive when I fur on your lip Got me paralyzed with blurry lines I live for nights like this Nights like this Like this Nights like this For nights like this Nights like this so I mean that one was something we just always wanted to make a body of work and we wanted to do something that we could release kind of like as a package um, so that that's all really special to us because all the songs on there are songs that have been around for like for a good amount of time and we we felt good about how was that bus tour that was your first one right Pretty crazy. incredible. I mean, aside from the fact that we missed Rally on it, which we got to come back and do, 
the experience itself was next level. You know, just basically being on this frat on wheels with 12 of your best friends, seeing the whole country and seeing all of Canada too. It was a really special moment for us. And you see in the whole country, I'm curious to know, do you see a big difference in the club scene, say, in Canada as compared to in the United States? Is there a big difference or subtle differences? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends where you go, but that's kind of like anywhere. Like if you were to say like Vancouver as opposed to Montreal or like somewhere like L.A. as opposed to New York, like those those would be pretty different in, in, in the scene. But I yeah. mean, it's all wherever you go. It's like kind of similar, but it just depends on like exactly where you are. Right. Right, and so another track of yours, Aftertaste, we just added for new music last week. Um, you have a music video dropping soon for that? Yeah, it was a very interesting position for us because we got in lockdown, like everyone else, and we had this crazy idea to go film Aftertaste in Mexico, like it just had this really ridiculous plot to it, and all of that had to get sidelined. Mainly just to eat tacos. Right, yeah, right. The Mexican food, always. Yes, of course. Uh, so we had to get creative, and we ended up drawing up this idea for a cartoon about the idea of aftertaste. And we yeah. worked with an animator to help bring it to life. And it's really different, but I think it still feels like us. So we're really excited about that. question i was curious because i was like did you get enough shots before you went into quarantine to what you want so that, that that's cool yeah we we were stoked because like we're working with a really cool animator on it and uh, i mean we kind of had to dream this zone up pretty quickly because we didn't really expect to get hit with a global quarantine right uh so i mean yeah it's it's cool for us because it's it's something that we haven't done before and i mean that that's always interesting to me so it it's not like it's like oh it's a bad thing we couldn't do a music video because we're still doing one it's just in a different way yeah right and yeah maybe you can throw in some of the art you just did into future videos as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's so much stuff that's gone on in our careers in general where mm -hmm. it's totally required a last minute pivot you know because of circumstances out of our control that this just right. feels like same old you know yeah. nothing new yeah so let's talk beyond boredom for a minute and when i saw i saw it on the instagram and i watched it and I listened to it that crowd was amazing <laughs> yeah, they were a great crowd. They were a great crowd that day. They they showed up. They yeah. they really brought the energy. Yes. How long They're did that take to uh, set up, or is your is your backyard just like that all the time? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's like that right now. Like if we showed it to you, there's still a lot of the stuff still set up. But that took like a solid like three days of me like plugging in every one of those um, inflatables and like blowing every circuit in the house. <laughs> so it it was a big troubleshooting nightmare to yeah. get that going. The power was arguably the hardest part because we were blowing all the fuses, so oh we ended up having generators. So we had these massive, like, gas-powered generators that ended up pulling through for us. Oh my goodness! For those who have not seen the video, it's up on your Instagram. I know. Where else is it? Av is it available? 
YouTube as well. YouTube yeah. as well. So if you want to go check it out, watch the whole thing for sure. But you'll definitely get what I'm getting at with the crowd in like the first minute of the video. It was hysterical when you guys just popped up. They brought, was, the, yeah. They yeah. brought the energy. We won't give anything day. away. Yes. That's what I got to say. Yeah, so then the We're actual... going to do it again. We're going to do another one soon. Oh, uh, soon. Oh, we're going to be looking Sooner forward to that. Think. Sooner than we think. All right, good. So then the actual concept itself, where did it come from? Is it coming from quarantine time? Yeah, basically. I mean, it's like... Really, what else do we have to do here other than like music and like just chill, you know? So uh, we've been we've been watching a lot of the live streams and uh, we wanted to do something that's different and something that we can like call our own basically. So, I mean, I think we did a good job. Oh, it was great. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. So just wrapping things up now, um, you said we can expect another Beyond Boredom session coming sooner than we think. Uh, what else can we maybe be looking forward to from Loud Luxury? A lot oh, of new music. Yeah. We're not playing shows right now, so a right. lot of live streams and a lot of new music. Yeah, this EP that we just released, we put so much energy into it, so right now that's our focus. But when the time is right to start releasing more stuff, hopefully when this is all lifted, we have it ready to go. Sounds like a good plan guys again thanks for coming on the show and keep it safe over there in thanks LA. For thank you much yeah. love right on and that was a loud luxury right here on open mic i will see you guys next time dj what the heck signing off